Welcome to Mile High Magazine. Mile High Magazine takes a look at the issues and people shaping events in Colorado. Presented by the Public Affairs Department of Bonneville, Denver. Here's your host, Murphy Houston. And welcome in. It's another edition of Mile High Magazine. I'm Murphy Houston. And today we're going to talk about the Special Olympics Colorado. And joining us is Jeff Starin, who's the Development Assistant for Special Olympics Colorado. Jeff, thanks for coming in today, buddy. Appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much for having me today. Well, you're going to be talking a lot here, so get ready for that. And Alexandra Vanderpol, who's the Special Events Manager. Alexandra, thanks for coming in today. Thanks for having us. So how are things going over at Special Olympics Colorado? Things are good? Great. Always busy. What is your job? What do you do over there? So um, as a special events manager, I manage our fundraising events, our largest ones, um, such as Plain Pole, which is coming up um, next Saturday, Polar Plunge, Hall of Fame, and our golf tournament. That's a lot going on with you guys. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Do you get involved with the actual Special Olympics, Special Olympics Olympics? Do you have athletes? Special... Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you yeah. do that part, that part as well. Mm-hmm. And Jeff, Jeff Starin, Development Assistant. Jeff, what do you do? I work. Uh, I'm. Uh, I work in the office part time, uh, and I I'm I also compete as an athlete in the Special Olympics. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I compete in unified sports, uh, bowling and golf. Unified sports is when uh, an athlete competes with a partner that does not have an intellectual disability. And that's tough, though. It's a lot of competition. It's like regular competition. Yeah, we we uh, we practice for eight weeks before our state competition, and uh, and we work real hard to uh, come in first place. Uh, I uh, I'm working on uh, winning my first gold medal here in Colorado. Go I've, for it, buddy! Go yeah. for the gold. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like any athlete, right, Alexander? You have to work. I mean, you're not just going to step on whatever field it might be and think, well, I'll be okay. Oh, no. No, you got to work. Yeah. Our athletes, for the most part, are training year-round. Well, let's talk a little bit about Special Olympics Colorado and kind of why you're here today, Alexander. Sure. Um, so Special Olympics uh, Colorado, uh, we are headquartered in Centennial. We are the state chapter and we provide year-round um, sports, training, competition, and health screenings for over 25,000 athletes with um, youth. Actually, let me go back. 25,000 youth and adult athletes with okay. intellectual disabilities. We're providing those programs to them year-round at no cost. Um, hence, you know, the, the fundraising events um, that help support um, these programs and our athletes. Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about the fundraiser. In fact, there's a big one coming up this weekend, right? Uh, yes, yeah. on Saturday the 17th. Yeah. Um, coming up, uh, it is called the Plane Pole. And it is, um, if you've never pulled a plane, um, this is your chance. I, I don't think there's any other opportunities to do this in Colorado. So we recommend everyone come out and, and give it a whirl. It's quite an experience. Alexandra said, hey, Murphy, you going to come out and do the plane pole? <laughs> Immediately, both my hamstrings just buckled up. <laughs> Thinking about it, yeah. Oh no, I'm it's not definitely like all legs. Yeah, <laughs> it would be all yeah. legs for sure. Well, let's just back up a little bit. 
25,000 athletes you deal with here just in Colorado. Just in Colorado. How do they get involved? I mean, how, how do they become a, an athlete for Special Olympics? Yes. So um, we have um, quite an extensive reach um, through public schools in Colorado. Um, our biggest school district is Cherry Creek School District, um, Douglas County, Highlands Ranch. Um, working Working through the schools to encourage them and their students to either become a unified partner or um, if they have um, students with an intellectual disability, informing them more about what we do. Um, they, athletes start as young as four years old. Really? Mm-hmm. And um, can go up till they're, till they're 90. I just met a 90-year-old athlete at our state summer games. You're kidding. Yeah. That's fantastic that they have that drive. And then when they want to become involved, you help them pick a particular sport or they know the sport. I mean, a four-year-old, yeah, do so, they know the sport at four? Yeah. What's great about our Young Athletes program is that there's multiple sports they can try. And um, they just kind of see what, what they like best. Um, we leave it up to the young athlete to um, find their niche. Well, that's a good idea. Now, can parents get them involved or the teachers get them involved, these athletes? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, uh, Parents, for sure. Um, Teachers, uh, we work with a lot of, um, I would say, the special education teachers in schools um, who are uh, great in in getting new athletes on board. And then if you're a parent out there sitting, well, I'd like to get my my child and how do they do it well how do they get involved a website a phone number so easy um just you can call us uh you can go to specialolympicsco.org and um there's a link that says get involved uh become an athlete and it just takes you from there pretty easy then it is very easy now do you have like sessions leading up to like the big olympics or some of these summer games you just mentioned which you just had the summer games yes so how do they do they practice on their own? Do they get together with other special Olympians and work, or how does that happen? Yeah, um, so we so we provide year round training in sports, and um, we have the winter games. So athletes who compete who compete in winter sports such as skiing, snowboarding, snowshoeing, um, they will get with their um, groups usually through their school, through a local club, through a sure. local partner, sure. and start training several weeks out. And same thing for state summer games as well. Just get involved. Do you have, like, actual coaches work with them then? We couldn't do this without the support of I our volunteer coaches. About that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and coaches are – I've met coaches from a wide range of um, fields. They're either a, a school coach. They're just um, someone really good at a sport that wants to get involved, and this is how they're giving back as a coach. Um, Retired coaches, you know, like from school, teachers retire. All kinds. Yeah. Um, parents. Really? Uh, mm-hmm, lots of parents who are coaches. Um, so we, we really could not do any of this without our coaches. When I think about how the magnitude of 25,000 athletes, how many volunteers do you have? Oh, we have. I want to say. It's like it's growing. <laughs> and we're so fortunate. I want to say we are um, just over 14,000 volunteers throughout the state. 14,000. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Yeah. And you organize all of that? I don't organize the volunteers. <laughs> My colleague um, manages our volunteers, and she is phenomenal, and we couldn't do it without her as well. Jeff, you enjoy this, don't you? <laughs> Being do. a special Olympian. No, I mean, seriously. I do. I do. I enjoy uh, I enjoy getting out and uh, being with the athletes and... Uh, making new friends? Ma- yeah, and uh, making new friends and 
the the athletes really are always impressed with with how I uh, play golf with one hand, left-handed, and how and uh, that's more of a challenge for me because it's it's not easy to uh, swing one-handed. Hey, listen, Jeff. I play a lot of golf. I can't swing two-handed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you're doing it one-handed. Yeah. That's a. I salute you, my friend. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, that's quite quite yeah. a challenge. I know yeah. that game of golf. It's not easy. And if you're doing a one-handed, holy cow, that's pretty, cool. that's pretty cool. Well, okay, let's talk a little bit more here. By the way, I've got Alexander Vanderpol, who's the Special Events Manager of Special Olympics Colorado, and Jeff Steren, who's a development assistant and an Olympian himself. So let's talk about the playing pool that's presented by Subway. They give you a lot of support for that, huh? Yes. Yeah. Um, the plane pool uh, is presented by Subway and is held at Signature Flight Support um, out at Denver International Airport. Oh, it's at DIA. Mm-hmm. And um, we, our partners, Signature Flight Support, they uh, provide the, the tarmac and the hangar space parking um, every year at no cost to us. And then the Denver International Airport team provides um, – Everyone behind the scenes that's making that event happen from security to transportation to waste management um, so at, at no cost to us. Well, how, do you, how does that happen? I mean, do people, the participants, and can people come out and just watch? Absolutely. I mean, like spectators? Yes. Uh, we love and encourage spectators. Um, we have a great party inside the hangar. Um, the Hangar Space is sponsored this year by Verizon Wireless, and we're branding it as Departure Lounge. Nice. So it's a great place where participants, spectators, kids, families can hang out, have some food, play some games. Which hangar is it? Um, it's just the signature flight support hangar. Okay. Um, it's right off of uh, Pena, Pena, Jackson Gap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So they have parking out there, and you just is there signage that you can see where to go once you yes. get that way. Yes, there's there's um, great signage, digital signage. Um, parking is provided by uh, Denver Airport, their CDL training lot. Nice. It's a huge lot, and they allow us to park every participant there. And then our friends at ABM provide the courtesy shuttles to and from the hangar. You're organized. Of course, this is not your first year. No, this is the seventh year of the plane pole. And when you say people can participate, is it teams or one person can become part of a team? Or how does that work? Both, yes. Um, So uh, it's teams of 25 that we require because you actually need the strength of 25 people to pull this United airplane down the tarmac. No, wait a minute. It's a full-size airliner? It's, it's not a, like a little tiny plane? No, it's a... It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a big jet? Yes. Oh, my uh, goodness. I don't know the exact numbers um, specifically, but it is a, a big United airplane. Um, they're a great partner of ours um, year-round, and this year they're they're providing the plane. So you get your team of at least 25 at people. At least 25 um, and it's hard to do, I know, because I'm working on my own team, and I'm still, like, several members short. So it's it's hard to get 25 people. So um, there are teams who can, and there are folks who still want to participate, and we um, help them join a team. And how do you raise the money, then? You you get your own donations, and which all go to Special Olympics? Yes. So once people register, they get their fundraising link that they can send an email, social media, and encourage friends, family, colleagues to donate to support their plane pole. And where do you get information? Your website? Yes. Um, SpecialOlympicsCO.org. And the first screen that you're going to see on our webpage is the plane pole. Is there age limits? Can kids 
try it with their parents? And, yes. Or do you, you, you play on a flag football team, get the guys out there? Anybody, right? Anybody. Anybody, yes. I've seen little kiddos, like, you know, walking age, um, three, four, um, that pull. They, we put them towards the front of the rope uh, just because it's safer. Um, and they kind of feel like they're pulling, but all the weight's in the back, which is really cute. Um, and so as long as the parents sign their waiver, uh, kids are more than welcome to pull. How far do you have to pull it? So you have to pull it 12 feet across the tarmac in under two minutes. Really? Mm-hmm. And it's- is there prizes for all of this? Yes. And, uh, and the timing. It's got to be the timing to win the yeah, prize, Yeah, it's right? all based on time. Um, so we, the teams pull the plane um, under two minutes, um, 12 feet across the tarmac. And from when the horn blows, we mark that time. And we keep all the times for every team. And towards the end, um, there's the trophy for the fastest pulling team. Uh, fastest pulling team in each category. We've got different categories like electric, construction, airline. Wow. So um, It's a big deal. It is a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> and the trophies are pretty sweet. People seem to really like them. Well, anytime you want a trophy. Yeah. Now, do you have like stuff to do after the pull? Like there's food out there or yep. other things going on? Yeah. So um, a lot of teams will pull and then go back into departure lounge where we've got um, Segway rides provided by law enforcement. Um, a lot of our law enforcement partners bring their vehicles, oh, so cool. cool vehicles that you would never like normally see on the street. You can climb into. Um, there's kids' games, bounce houses, food, you name it. And if you're a spectator, is that all free, or do you have to pay to get in? No, we encourage spectators to join. It's usually families and friends that well, want to come out. And if you do, and you know, you're supporting your team. You've got. Family members on yeah, a team. Yeah, we want a cheering team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. In- encouraging. Yeah. And if you want to make a little donation, that probably wouldn't hurt either. Yes, right? of course. <laughs> what, all, what all work. So here we are. It's like this weekend coming up. Can we still get teams together? Is there a deadline, f- deadline for that? Um, no. So um, I would say the only deadline is um, online registration closes on Friday the 16th at 5 p.m., um, but that doesn't mean that you can't show up Saturday morning with your team of 25 and sign up right then and there. What a neat event. I mean, how many people could go out and say, you know, I, I pulled a jet airliner today yeah. with a bunch <laughs> of my friends. And they're going to go, you're lying, right? <laughs> no. I, mean, I bet the reaction has got to be just awesome to watch them just pulling away. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's a super competitive event. People want to pull that well, plane. Well, sure. Fast, the fastest. So, and we love that friendly competition. So, it's got to go how far? 12 feet? 12 feet across the tarmac in under two minutes. I will say that our team last year. Jeff, were, I you, don't... On, were you on that team last year, Jeff? <laughs> yeah, I was on. I was on Alex's team last year, and I'm going we... to be on it again this year. God bless you for that. Yeah, I could play golf with one arm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you, can, you can pull a jet, for goodness yeah. sakes. So, you pull it 12 feet. Do they mm-hmm. didn't pull it back, or do you just keep going forward for each team? Uh, no, so we um, pull, depending how far they pull, um, some teams will pull it the full 12 feet, and then we have to take about a minute or two to have it set back. But yeah. our team, I think, maybe moved the plane four feet last year <laughs> in, <laughs> in two, two minutes. minutes. <laughs> but at least you moved <laughs> but it. But we did it. <laughs> I would yeah. think, now I'm just imagining here, the key would be that once you get that plane moving, then you, you got a shot. It's a great feeling. Yeah, because yeah. once you feel it going, you're like, hey, here we go. Yeah. And then you're really into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That sounds like a great team. So go to the website. Give it to them again, Alexander, it's please. It's specialolympicsco.org. 
And you make a lot of money, hopefully, doing this. It's one of your basic fundraisers, the plane pole. Yes. Our, our fundraising goal is 175000 and we are um, just surpassing the halfway mark, and I'm pretty confident we're going to get there. But well, I guess so. I'll help. Helps. <laughs> well, I guess that's a lot of money to raise, though, in one day, 175000 I mean, granted, people are raising the money, but mm-hmm. for a one-day event. Yeah. And, Jeff, uh, what, what what's the funding support? Can you talk about that? The funding supports our athletes to uh, be able to compete and uh, in, in our uniforms and our equipment and our uh, and and to be and it allows us to uh, compete f- free of charge. Any athlete, there's no charge for the athletes. There's no charge to any athlete or their families to. So that's what this funding goes for. Mm-hmm. That's pretty exciting, huh, Jeff? Makes you feel good. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I can see you smiling at me, <laughs> and I know it's because I'm pretty. You're just smiling. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a good thing, and it's I really respect what you do, Jeff. Oh, and thank that, you. I mean, that's it takes a lot of courage. I think that's the word that comes to mind. It takes well courage and a lot of tenacity to really just get after it. Mm-hmm. Like any athlete. Yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy uh, getting out and uh, competing and keeping it always keeps me busy and gives me something to do. Well, sure, something to look forward to <laughs> besides just a job. I mean, you got to have, like mm-hmm. the rest of us, you got to have something to do, right, Alexander? Yeah, and in the wintertime, Jeff is an incredible bowler. You do that? Well, you would do that one-handed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're doing a two-handed, you're cheating, I think. <laughs> but bowling, that's kind of tricky in itself. He's incredible. Really? Mm-hmm. So what's your bowling average, buddy? It's about 130. Come on. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm not bowling with you. I mean, that's uh, just really out of my range. I'm the guy that falls in the alley. (laughs) Or if I bowl, like when the little kids bowl, they put those railings along the guy. Then I'm pretty good. (laughs) And I can tell you're way better than that. Well, we're talking with uh, Special Olympics Colorado. It's Alexandra Vanderpoel, who's a special events manager, and Jeff Sterren, who's a development assistant and an Olympian himself. Appreciate you guys coming in. So I'm seeing something in my notes here about the law enforcement torch run. Mm-hmm. What's that all about? Yes. So um, plain pole um, and polar plunge, as well as other many events, are law enforcement torch run events. And so what that means um, is that law enforcement agencies throughout Colorado are volunteering their time to support these events, to fundraise for them, to get, get out in the community and talk about them. Um, and participating as well, um, and that is 85 agencies in Colorado. Wow. Last year alone, these agencies, um, through these events, um, raised over $1.1 million for Special Olympics Colorado. In one year? In one year. Oh, my gosh. So we, Congratulations, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I mean, really, that's a lot of cash. It, it is, and we, I mean, they are... And I mean, aside from what they are doing above and beyond for the community, they're volunteering their time to go above and beyond for Special Olympics athletes. So, so what means the, a lot? What's the torch run? I mean, it's just a run of some kind, obviously. Yes. So um, every year uh, there is a torch run in not just Colorado. So law enforcement torch run is worldwide. It's a worldwide um, grassroots fundraising movement for Special Olympics. And so um, here in Colorado, we have a uh, torch run 
in different parts of the state. Okay. So uh, the um, Denver one is held, I want to say, at the end of May. And that includes agencies in Denver and surrounding communities. Uh, Boulder has their own. Um, Fort Collins has their own. And they uh, basically will all, – all the ag- agencies gather at one meeting point. Um, we have an athlete ambassador um, say a few words, and they um, do the lighting of the torch. Okay. And together they will um, – an officer and an athlete will light the torch together, hold it up. It's just like a sign of respect for this for what our athletes and our law enforcement do. And then together they will do like a slow kind of run, um, usually about like three miles. So how do they raise the money? They just get donations prior to the run, all these law enforcement folks? For the torch run yeah, itself? For the torch, yeah, you said they raised $1 million. Yes. They're doing something. Yeah, so the $1 million is, is um, cumulative of all the events that they do for us. And okay. then the torch run itself, they can fundraise, they can pay it out of their pocket, um, they can get sponsors to support them. That's a great thing. I had no idea. If there's any enforcement agencies that don't know about it or want to be involved, they just go to the website again. Is that on yep. the website? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they go to specialolympicsco.org. There is a link that says law enforcement. If they click on that, there's a ton of ways to get involved. And fantastic. So the big question is, apparently you two guys have tried to pull this plane before with the big plane <laughs> pull this weekend, yes. right? Right, right. So what about this year? Jeff, you pulling? I'm pulling. I'm pulling on Alex's team. We call the Vanderpool team. They call you Alex. I could have called you Alex instead of Alexander. It's kind of formal. I wondered about that. So, but you need people on your team now. If somebody's listed, they want to be on your team. Can they be on your team? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we. My team uh, needs some muscle. We also have a Soko Strong team that needs some muscle. So, well, anyone can sign up, look for our team, and join it. So, you guys have done this for seven years. Anybody out there now, I'm going to get a team together to do this. What's the key? The weak guys in front and the big guys in the back? Is that how that works? Like regular like regular tug of war? Um, yes. I, <laughs> <laughs> I've also been asked by many competitive teams, can I stack my team of just like all the guys from the gym? And I say, Sure. Why it's, not? It's whatever. It's whatever you need to do to get there and, and fundraise. We're, we love it. Right. Who cares? It's all for the fun of it. <laughs> yeah, it is. But as you said earlier, it's very competitive. It's very competitive. Especially if the trophies are nice. Yes. So does every team member get a trophy or just one for the team? Um, it's one for the team. And so, um, uh, you know, we have a, a highest or fastest um, law enforcement team. And they will take home that trophy and put it in their agency. Do they keep it or do they have to they bring it, it back to next year? It's kind of one of those they get their names Yeah, that would be it. cool to make a traveling one. But right now yeah. they, they get one each year and they get to keep oh, it. That's, that's cool. So yeah. talk about the funding. Besides supporting the athletes, all mm-hmm. the fun, fun money you raise doing your uh, special events, what else do you use the money for? Is there any research involved or any outside help with anybody Besides sure. the athletes? Um, so it provides, the funding provides um, our staff, our coaches, the ability to um, provide year-round sports training. It's the facilities. It's the gear. It's the transportation. Uh, we also provide um, year-round health screenings at no cost, and that's also done through our volunteers, uh, volunteer dentists, opt- optometrists, really? um, orthodontists. Well, all volunteers. So um, all of this is, all of the funding really goes back towards the programs that then 
you know, give this out to our athletes for free. So that money just stays in Colorado. The money you're raising for on these during these events. All in Colorado. That's a great thing because people like to know, well, how much is staying here? Is there some national headquarters it's going to? No, it stays right here. Yes. And different sports um, uh, cost more. Um, For instance, I think. Um, I think bowling was one of them that costs more because of just like the fees to rent the alley, sure. um, the transportation sure. fees. Sure. Um, so, and that's for athletes statewide. Good thing. Speaking of athletes statewide, we've got the one-armed golfer over here, Jeff Starin. And total respect for what you do, Jeff. And I understand now you've got a big competition coming up. Talk about that a little bit. Yes, on August, on August 25th uh, in Colorado Springs, uh, we have our state golf competition, and uh, I'm looking forward to winning my first gold medal here in Colorado. But you had to you had to qualify for that. How did you qualify? I practiced uh, for eight weeks, once a week, for uh, two months before the competition. So we started in about June practicing and then you had another tournament to qualify for the big state competition didn't you our area competition that was held at aurora hills oh i like that golf course and obviously you play it better than i do so <laughs> what did you what did you come in like first second in that competition third what what was the qualifying i my my uh partner and i we came in first place uh, so i got a, a blue ribbon for first place yeah yes wow congratulations oh man. thank you <laughs> how many people were competing in that about maybe a, about a couple of hundred in the seriously state competition. Two hundred athletes in yeah. just that competition. Yeah, and you came in first place. Yeah, playing one arm. Yeah, I'm done. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm so impressed with that. I mean, it's it's crazy. So now you're heading to Colorado Springs. What course are you playing down there? I know if you're down there uh, too. Patty Jewett. Oh, that's a decent course. I thought maybe you might get on the Air Force Academy. They have a couple of good golf courses there. Well, you guys are doing a fantastic job. What can talk about the State Summer Classic? What is that? So the State Summer Classic, um, it's in Colorado Springs, and it is um, sort of a, a mini competition compared to the State Summer Games, where um, we have athletes who are competing in the the state sports or state summer sports, such as like summer. Um, Golfing. That's what Jeff's participating in. Yes. Yeah. Um, that will uh, be competing on a more um, regional level sure, as sure. compared to the state level, like the state summer games. And can people come to participate and watch that? Is there a stadium they have some of that in? Yes. Um, so the uh, if you go to the website, specialolympicco.org, um, you'll see right away uh, ways to get involved with, with the State Summer Classic. You can um, volunteer. We are always in need of volunteers in the springs for this event. Um, or if they just want to um, donate donate supplies um, or just come in and watch. Why not? Yeah. Why not do that? And speaking of volunteering, if somebody's out there going, I'd like to be involved with that. I'd like to help coach. Same thing, website? Website, yep. If they wanted to um, get involved with being a coach, uh, they would just click on Get Involved, um, select Coach, and it just walks them through the process. Pretty easy then, huh? Yeah. Okay, that's great. Any other events besides the big plane pull this weekend? (laughs) Um, In October, we have our uh, Hall of Fame 
Uh, I know it seems like a little ways from now, but it really is oh, it's it's coming up. <laughs> no, no, yeah. um, and Hall of Fame is our uh, largest fundraising one-day event of the year um, with a goal of raising um, $210,000. And that is um, a luncheon. It's held at the Hyatt Regency Denver. And it's a great way for um, anyone interested in, in getting involved to attend. It's no cost to attend. Really? No, it's no cost to attend, and um, it's an incredible program. This year's our 50th anniversary for Special Olympics, so the program is really going to look at um, how how uh, youth and adults with intellectual disabilities were treated 50 years ago to where we are now to where we're going to go in the future. Oh, my. It's 50 a really, years, big changes. It's, yeah, it's a really powerful event to— You have, um, like, speakers and— Athletes there. Athlete speakers. Okay. All Very athletes. cool. Yeah. And it's a lunch. It's a lunch. And so you're you're in and out and um, pre- be prepared to cry happy tears yeah, because of sure. watching these accomplishments of our athletes will just move you to tears. And that's in October. And that information's on the website. Yes. And which again is? SpecialOlympicsCO.org. You guys are fantastic. Jeff, you're just a great guy. I'm so impressed with your life and how you've... Proceeded to succeed in Special Olympics Colorado. That's Jeff Staring. Good job. Good luck in that golf tournament, buddy. Oh, thank you very much. Appreciate you coming in. And Alexandra, Alex Vanderpoel, Special Events Manager for Special Olympics Colorado. Pull that plane. We will. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you guys both for coming in. Thank you for having us. Thank you. And thank you for listening. I am Murphy Houston. This is Mile High Magazine. We're on every Sunday morning with that, which means we'll be back next Sunday. Enjoy the rest of your weekend.